You are listening to The Mystic Show, episode 151. Time to relax. Yes, relaxing is good. Actually, your brain functions better, your body functions better, everything functions better when you're relaxed. relaxed. So, welcome to The Mystic Show. I'm your host, Chris Curran, and I'm really happy that you're able to join me for this episode. On this show, we talk about spirituality and mindfulness and meditation and mysticism and all those things that are unseen and otherworldly, and yet they're the most important things in our lives. So we release new episodes every Friday morning. Sorry about last Friday, guys. (laughs) I actually just wasn't inspired to record a show and I didn't have anything to say. So I didn't do an episode last week. That that has never happened before. Usually when I miss an episode, it's it's because of a scheduling reason or I'm moving across the country, something like that. Not just because I didn't have anything to say, but anyway, this is episode 151. So we've done a lot of episodes. We've talked about a lot of topics. So if you want to go back into the old episodes, feel free. Uh, We're available as a podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. And of course, the website, I hope you've been there, themysticshow.net, themysticshow.net. And you can sign up for our um, behind-the-scenes emails, sign up for our behind-the-scenes email list, and you get a free... um, Really awesome audio recording that I made. I selected some roomy quotes and I have some relaxing music in the background and I read the quotes. Uh, Very cool. Um, Yeah, maybe you've heard it. So I'd like to thank our sponsor, almost like our sister organization, Pause Your Life for all their support. Pause Your Life facilitates meetups and retreats. So... If you want to hit the pause button on your life, right? Everyday life just is relentless. It doesn't stop. The stress, the, the tension, the anxiety, the to-do list is endless. Everything is endless. You keep just getting pounded about the face and neck with life. And so when you come to a pause your life retreat or a meetup, you leave all that behind. And guess what? You can actually breathe and you can just be a human being. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> anyway, pauseyourlife.org is the website. And the topic for today, you probably already have seen. And this is a rare episode where I actually came up with the title of the episode before recording it. Usually I... I have all my topics and all my, you know, the points that I want to talk about, but I don't actually put a final name on it until the end. But this one is different because I was inspired by 
a faithful listener of The Mystic Show to talk about a certain topic. I'll get into that in one minute. But real quick, I just want to give you an update on me. For the last two days, I've been implementing this uh, personal productivity system, which I learned about in the book called Getting Things Done. I actually talked about this a few episodes ago, and I literally spent two days gathering, like cleaning up all my offices, gathering everything, coming up with a new filing system. Um, luckily, I don't have much paper to file. I'm, I'm very paperless, which is kind of cool. Uh, but going through, setting up my systems, cleaning my calendar. And anyway, I implemented this system and I feel so much better. You know, as I mentioned in the, when I talked about this system a few episodes ago, the whole idea is to get everything off your mind and into a system that you can trust. And then mentally you can relax, 100% relax because you know everything is there. You know it's in one place. You know where everything is. Done. And man, it does feel good. Another thing I want to mention, which I never mention, which is weird, is this page that I put up a long time ago uh, on this platform called Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon. And it's a, it's a platform, it's almost like a crowdfunding platform, but it's for content creators and, and you can actually support content creators um, like per episode or per month. So I set up a page for the mystic show and so far four very supportive listeners have pledged a certain amount per episode and you could pledge like a dollar or two per episode. I mean, if you pledge a dollar per episode, that's like $4 a month, um, to support the mystic show and all that we're doing. Um, anyway, there's a link on the website somewhere, I think, yeah, I'm sure there's a there's there's definitely a link on the website somewhere. But anyway, if you want to support the show, that's a way to do it. And actually, there's a video on there on the Patreon page. There's a video, right? And the video you're supposed to make is like you know vi- you know how videos these days they're supposed to be like no more than a minute and a half. They're supposed to tell you everything very simply and clearly state everything. Well, I decided to make a video really artistically. I think my video is like eight minutes long. (laughs) It's really slow. I don't know. As far as internet marketing and stuff, it's horrible, but it's very artistic actually because I start, it's, I'm in a park and I have a microphone and I start really far away. So you can see me like far away and slowly as this, whatever six or eight minute video is going, I walk I snake my way toward the camera and I end up right in front of the camera. Anyway, I thought it was cool, but maybe it's too slow and people don't have time, but but geez, that's what that's why we're here, right? We're here to slow down, to relax, and to talk about deeper subjects. And also take take subjects that we think we know about and look at them in a deeper way. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But I I want to also send a message to all of you out there who are going through tough times. You know, some of you are going through family troubles. Um, 
there's so many different types of family troubles. Uh, there's marriage troubles. There's, there's trouble at work. There's health issues. Um, there's relationship issues, which we're going to, that's what this whole episode is about. But if you're out there and you're going through tough times, I just want to tell you that the universe is for you. The universe is in favor of you. And the universe is behind you, supporting your growth and your ultimate happiness. So you can always look inside and feel that support because it's always there. And, you know, that's why we practice meditation and practice a spiritual practice so we can, when we need it most, we can look within and rely on that strength and that base. So I just wanted to give that message to all you out there who are going through some tough times. So the topic for today, as you might know, a spiritual take on broken hearts and unrequited love. And yes, this, is, this was uh, inspired by our listener, Karen, in Switzerland. Hey, Karen. And, uh, and someone she knows who is having a tough time with a broken heart and suffering from unrequited love. Um, and I, and, and, you know, Karen sent me an email and, and we were kind of going back and forth on email about this. And then I just, all of a sudden I had like all these thoughts. I started writing them down and I just wrote Karen back. I said, look, I'm just going to record a whole episode about this because I do have a lot to say. Um, so the thing is a lot of what I'm going to say <laughs> is, uh, the people who are suffering from a broken heart or and or unrequited love, um, it, it might not be so soothing. I, I, on a deeper level, it is very soothing. But, you know, if you're currently going through something, a lot of what I say, it's just it's not going to it's not going to make you feel a lot better. So I don't want any uh, unreasonable expectations out of this episode. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, we're going to talk about that too. So on a human level, yes, suffering a broken heart, you know, feeling like you have a broken heart. Uh, it's very, it can be very upsetting. You know, I think we've all been there at some point in our lives, whether it was just a crush on someone we had in school and it didn't work out or we made a fool of ourselves or you know, or a, a real relationship or even a marriage that didn't work out or something. We've all been there to some degree and it is a real experience and it's, it, well, it's a blessing to go through it in a way, but it is real. And I just want to say that everything, all my comments and opinions that I give today are, are not to discount the fact that it is real, that it is an experience that can be very upsetting and painful and um and also inspiring right kind of like motivating right kind of pushing maybe pushing you to that edge where you you want to learn more or do something different right or grow more or become stronger so if you're going through something like this currently you know feeling like you have a broken heart um some of what I say is very logical and you will understand it logically, but your emotions just might not accept it. You might, you might say, well, whatever, but you don't understand what it's like. 
And that's a fair statement because no one understands what it's like for you, whatever you're going through. It is unique. However, we're going to talk about some principles today that apply everywhere and always. (laughs) Um, So the word unrequited, (laughs) you want anyone want to hear the definition of that? (laughs) Because I had to look it up. Um, Okay, so unrequited, it's an adjective, and it means not returned or reciprocated. So it's, and it's usually used um, with love, unrequited love. So it's when you love something or someone else, and that love is not returned to you, or it's not reciprocated toward you. And... The first thing I have to say about all this is actually a maxim from my spiritual teacher. You ready for this? Expect not, for thou shalt be disappointed. Expect not, for thou shalt be disappointed. So when we expect anything in life, we are just setting ourselves up for disappointment. And pain. <laughs> now, that's that's not to say we shouldn't expect some things. Um, however, it's one of the biggest opportunities as a human being to learn from having this experience of expecting something, and then it doesn't happen, and you feel horrible. So, you know, it happens. But in love. If you're expecting something back, then it's really not love. Then it's just a transaction. Right? So if you're if you love someone and you and you think I'm I love you, therefore I'm doing A, B, and C for you, and in return you should give me X, Y, and Z, and I expect X, Y, and Z and then you don't give me X, Y, and Z, well, now I'm upset. So that's not love. That's a transaction. That's like a business deal. (laughs) That's a contract, right? That's not love. I mean, think about the sun. You know, does the sun ever say, well, you humans are giving nothing back to me. I've been giving you sunlight for billions of years, and you've never given me anything back. So now I'm upset. Of course not. The sun doesn't say that. The sun just keeps giving. Nature just keeps giving. Divinity just keeps giving. And it doesn't expect anything back. So that's the nature of divine love. Divine love is a love that it gives. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple, but that's really it. So... When we bring it, you know, when a person feels that they have a broken heart and that their love is unrequited, um, really it's because of desire for a certain outcome or expectation. And, And that's really the ego. So, and that's a lower form of love. Although, so, so let's talk about this word love, because I think this is, uh, an important distinction just for us to take a step back and talk about love. Now, everyone throws the word love around, right? I love you. I love pizza. I love ice cream. 
I love baseball. Okay. Um, I love my wife. Okay. So worldly love is not really love though. It's affection. So we have affection for my wife. I have affection for my children, my family. And that's on the human level because on the, on the human level, we're animals too, right? We're animals and angels at the same time, right? That's one of the beauties of being a human. The, the weirdness of that or the uniqueness of that or the blessedness of that. Um, so like I said, divine love just gives. It doesn't expect anything in return. Worldly love is, is affection, and it's just normal. It's normal to be affectionate to people who are around us. We all feel the need for human companionship, you know, in the form of a mate or family and friends, right? We need other human beings around. That's part of being human um, and being part of the human race or the human family. It reminds me of that, that movie that was made and a book was written about this guy, this young guy who... He went up to Alaska to hike around and camp out for months and months, and he ended up in this um, this old bus in the middle of nowhere, and then he couldn't cross the river that he crossed, so he couldn't get back, and then he ran out of food, and then he ended up just losing a lot of weight, and then he ended up just dying in this um, bus, you know, this old bus uh, out in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere in Alaska, and when they found his journal, what he had written, I think the very last day of his life was something to the effect that he had one regret that he wasn't with other people when it was time for him to pass on or whatever, or even just being really sick and weak. He craved the company of other people. And that's very natural. Right? So let's talk about marriage today, right? The institution of marriage, it is a transaction, right? Most marriages, it's like, you know, if I'm not receiving what I believe is owed to me, I'm gone. Right? So in marriage, it's it is like a tra- it's like a contract. It's like I'm going to give you this, you're going to give me that. And if you stop giving me that, or if I don't want to give you this anymore, then we get divorced. And that's it. And of course, in the beginning, we say we love each other. I love you. You love me. And right. And then what happens, though? Then something goes wrong. The contract breaks down. (laughs) The expectations are broken. And that's it. Divorce. So, you know, with regard, especially with regard to marriage, you know, modern humans are spiritual weaklings. I mean, we're not even able to follow through on what our heart knows is right, right? On a higher level is to sacrifice and to love and to give and to, all, and to focus on higher things, which is what we're going to talk about in a minute. Because if we just focus on this human affection transaction, we're in trouble. <laughs> There's always going to be problems. And that's the beauty of spirituality is we got to rise above that. We have to, we have to have a broader and deeper awareness of what life is and what we're doing here 
And then that lets us put everything in perspective. So a broken heart happens when we mistake carnal love for divine love. You know, we think this human affection, carnal love is love, but it's not. (laughs) So, and what happens is we can fool ourselves into thinking that because our five senses and our desires are satisfied by some significant other for a while, that means it's true love. You know, we've all, you know, if you have a broken heart or you feel unrequited love, then there will there was a time when you were deeply and madly in love and everything was perfect and everything was like, you know, heaven, heavenly, blissful, right? And that's okay. That's an experience too. But that's just an experience. And what happens is we, t- we think that is going to last forever. We expect that to last forever. <laughs> and then it doesn't. And then we're really hurt. So perspective is everything, you know, everything has a place in life. We should fall in love and be madly in love. And then we should, you know, drop down into just normal mode of, of a, of a nice relationship. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but everything has a place in life when you think about it. I mean, God or the universe wouldn't let things happen if it wasn't good for us. Well, I don't want to get on a whole another tangent, but Anyhow, when we give, you know, undue importance to things that are less important, we end up disappointed. Like if, like even with your own body, if you expect yourself to be 20 years old or 30 years old or 40 years old forever, you're going to be disappointed because your body's going to get old. Your faculties are going to degrade. You can't expect to have perfect vision for the rest of your life. You can't expect to run up, run up and down stairs for the rest of your life. You can't expect that because then you will be disappointed. So things change. The nature of relationships change. The problem is our ego is so tied to that, that being madly in love and, and being so intoxicated by that, that after that, it's all downhill. It's a big letdown, right? So... Now let's talk about divine love. We talked we with the example of the sun, we talked about it a little bit. But spiritual love or divine love or really just love. I mean, the word in my opinion, the word love should not be used between humans. I now, I don't know what word should be used, but or or maybe for divine love, we can come up with a new word. So then we can continue to use love with between humans, but divine love should be a different word. <laughs> they should be different words. They're two different things. It's not even the same thing. Um, but the divine love, the support of the universe, the spiritual spark that is inside you, that's animating you as a, as a lump of flesh, uh, is flowing in you, around you, and through you all the time. This divine love, it's, it's just pure, subtle divinity. And the universe is just giving it to us. It's, it's allowing us to live by this energy or this energy-less energy, whatever you want to call it. That's divine love. It's always there. It's never going away. And what hap- what, think about this. If you were to look at other human beings and instead of 
seeing, oh, that's my husband. I love him. You know, he uh, hugs me and kisses me and he takes out the garbage. I mean, that's okay. But what if you were to look at him and see that divine spark inside of him? Right? And also, obviously, to see it in him, you'll have to see it in yourself. And then you would realize that they're both the same thing and that there is this deeper connection. That has nothing to do with taking out the garbage or hugging and kissing. It doesn't have anything to do with that. And if you follow that through, then really there's no difference between your husband and the neighbor or, or the guy the next block over or me or my wife or any, anybody, any human that we all share that divine spark inside of ourselves. So what happens, what funny thing happens when you start to focus on this higher divinity, I mean, really focus on it and experience it in your life. Something happens. So you begin to find it inside yourself and you begin to see it other places. And then what happens is you put this affection or this carnal love, you put it in perspective. Meaning, yes, it's there. Yes, it's great sometimes, right? Okay, fine. We can enjoy something. Okay, fine. No big deal. But there's something much more important, (laughs) right? So when we focus on divinity, when we were involved in a true spiritual practice and we keep going beyond, 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 whatever your understanding is now, it doesn't matter what level it is, go beyond it. Go beyond. That's spirituality. That's not getting stuck. So in the big picture, this lifetime for you, you know, you're right now you're a soul inhabiting a body, right? And and someday, relatively soon, you're going to drop the body and your soul's going to go some do something else. Uh you know, it's it's just like you change your clothes every every morning, or you take your you know you take a shirt off and you put it in the hamper. You know, does it mean the shirt is dead? <laughs> okay, so you know, in the big picture, you're a soul that's in a body, and that's only going to last, let's say, a hundred years. Okay, that is like a blink in time in relation to your existence, and this brings up the difference between life and existence. Your soul exists. Your body has a life, a lifespan. So when your soul is encapsulated in a body, you call that life. But from but when you look at when you think of your soul or any soul or divinity, it's eternal. There's no life or death. It it is. So That's what this show is all about, going beyond what you currently believe and understand. So, and and what happened when I, when Karen asked me about this unrequited love thing, I sent her back an episode, I think it was, oh God, I think it was episode 130. I hope I have the number right. But anyway, it, in that episode, I told this story about um, a horse and this family had a horse. It was a wonderful horse. It was like the best horse in the whole village. And they felt so blessed. They were so happy. And one day the horse ran away. 
And everybody was so sad, and the neighbors came and were consoling the family. And the father just looked to the distance, and the father said, well, we'll see what this means. Meaning he wasn't upset. He, wasn't, he didn't take it as a, a devastating loss, right? He just said, let, let us see. Um, so a week later, the horse came back with another horse, big and beautiful horse. So now the guy had two horses. So now he's even better off than he was before. And the neighbors came and said, wow, this is great. You're so blessed. You're so lucky. And the father just said, we shall see, you know. And then what happened? The son was riding the horse and the son fell off the horse and broke both of his legs. And it was a tragedy, badly broken legs. And he couldn't, you know, he was going to be for bedridden for months. And all the neighbors were saying, oh, what a terrible thing. This is terrible. And the father just looked up, looked up and said, we shall see, or something like that. I can't remember the exact line. Um, then what happened is the soldiers came into town and there was a, there was a war in the country and they were recruiting all the men, all the boys too. And all the boys from the whole village went, but guess what? The kid who broke both of his legs, he couldn't go. And, and all the neighbors came around and said, wow, he's so lucky. You know, all these other kids have to go to war and they'll, you know, most of them will probably die, but he gets to stay here. And, you know, you're so blessed, they told the father. And the father just said, well, we shall see. So, so I, I sent this episode to Karen and she listened to it. And here, here's the deal with this episode. This is how this story applies to this topic of of broken hearts and unrequited love is that we don't know what's good for us. Certain things happen to us. They're painful, but they're actually good for us. <laughs> you know, I mean, how do you know, like whatever caused your broken heart, how do you know that wasn't the best thing for you? You don't, right? You don't know. But see, the universe knows, or God knows, however you want to put it. God only gives you things that you need to grow in your awareness and to become divinized. Everything that enters your life is for the benefit of you becoming divinized. It doesn't mean your bank account's going to get richer. It doesn't mean you're going to be healthier. It doesn't mean you're going to be blissful. Because nature doesn't care about those things, money and health and bliss. Well, the highest bliss, that's what nature cares about. But, but nature wants you to be clean of all the impurities that you have or you've gained. And it just wants you to be one with the universe. So everything that happens in your life is for that purpose. So... In the story, when things were happening, the father kept saying, well, we'll see, we'll see, because he didn't want to make a judgment on what is good, what is bad. So, uh, you know, think back to the Bible, Adam and Eve, they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and that was the downfall. So what our ego does is we judge ourselves or judge situations and think, oh, this is terrible. This is, oh, this is terrible. Just because you're in pain doesn't mean it's terrible. Pain is just pain. We humans are so weak and wimpy. 
when it comes to pain. Look at the way animals deal with pain. They just deal with it. Look at the way animals deal with death. You know, the zebra gets caught by a lion and he struggles a little, but then he just lays there and that's it. No big deal. Look at us humans. We're so afraid of everything and all this. So the point is, whatever's happening in your life, even if it's a broken heart or unrequited love, in some way, that's good for you. And here's the challenge to you. And here's the adventure. You get to meditate on this and find out what is the opportunity. What is nature trying to tell you here? What, what, what better is in store for you? Nature just got this thing out of your life. Nature took something from you and now it's going to give you something better. What is that? Well, that's what we can meditate on. So pain is something we have to learn to handle. And in my opinion, the best way to handle pain or one, one good way is to look beyond it. Okay, pain is pain. Fine. What's beyond that? What's the lesson? So, you know, love is a tricky thing in the, in the human sense. And if you truly love someone, you know, beyond the ego level of desire and fear, you know, if you truly love someone, you may feel their absence occasionally if they're gone. But when you remember them, you won't have any emotions, emotional effect. You'll just remember them. And deep, deep, deep inside, you'll know that they're still there because that divinity inside them is still there. It's where it always was. <laughs> There's no change there. So, and then when you focus on that, it just makes all the difference in the world. So love, true love or divine love is no expectation, no idea of I or mine and that's hard. That's hard. How do you have a husband or a wife and, and not think that they're yours? <laughs> it is hard, right? That's why I told you a lot of this is going to be logical. And in theory, you'll say, oh, that makes sense. But it's not easy. But that's the point. It has to, you know, we have to look beyond it. So, and, and true love, there's never a fear of loss, Right? There's not even a concept of loss or gain. It just is. So, I, again, I didn't set out in this episode to solve all the, you know, cure all the broken hearts in the world and solve the whole issue of unrequited love and how to handle it. I didn't set out to cure and solve all that. Um, but I hope some of the ideas I gave will help you, will make you think about how to go beyond. Because once you go beyond, you'll look back and, and it'll seem so simple. You know, it's like climbing the mountain, right? You climb up a thousand feet and you look back and it's like, wow, a whole new world. So, and that is the spiritual adventure. So I wish you well on the spiritual adventure. You know, be daring, be bold, see what you can learn by meditating. Start a new practice. Start meditating regularly. Do what's in your heart. That's the biggest thing. So, so as you move through your day and move through your week, maybe you can write in your journal about some of these topics or talk about them or just meditate and write down your experience. So until next time, 
keep shining.